Welcome to today's episode of Public Service Psychology Now. We're here with Dr. Tiffany Fennell, president of Division 18. Dr. Fennell is here with, to share some exciting, exciting updates with us today. Welcome, Dr. Fennell. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. I'm really excited to hear about some of the updates. You sent them to me and I've taken a look at them and I'd like to let's share them with our listeners. So tell us about some of the updates that you have for us in the area of leadership in Division 18. Okay, so much is going on. As you know, this is the time of year every year when we're doing officer elections at the division-wide level and the section level. And so congratulations to our newly elected division um, officers. So president-elect is Tally Armstrong. Um, Tally will become president-elect at the conclusion of convention. And Danielle Renchak uh, was elected secretary and also will become secretary in August. And council rep is Erica Carr. And Erica's term, uh, three-year term as council rep begins in January of 2023. So congratulations to all of you. Um, these are, pe are people who have also served in other uh, leadership positions in Division 18. And I know that they'll continue to do an outstanding job representing us and our, um, our uh, concerns. Um, I also want to let people know that right now, um, this is being recorded on uh, June 23rd, so we are in the midst of section officer elections um, all, um, that are happening through July 1st. Um, and so there are only four sections that are having uh, officer elections right now. That's community and state hospitals, criminal justice, SMI, SCD, and psychologists in Indian country. So if you are a member of any of these sections, please do vote um, in the section officer elections. Again, that's through July 1st. Check your emails for the link to the ballot. Um, and also want to let um, folks know that we will soon be soliciting nominations for the next chair of our student section. Um, and our student section chair will also be our APAGS um, representative too. So stay tuned for the call for nominations when that goes out. Um, and I do have several other leadership role updates. So, you know, we have um, many other officer or representative, you know, positions in the division that aren't um, elected positions. Um, they're appointed, um, and we've had some um, transitions just in the past, you know, several weeks, including policy and advocacy committee. Erica Lee, who has served in that role, I think since inception, back when Nadine Caslow was president, um, she's transitioning off as one of the co-chairs, and Molly Below will be taking over as co-chair, serving alongside Sarah Roan. Um, we also have a change in newsletter co-editors. Um, so um, thank you to Emery Umuku, who served um, this past year as one of the co-editors. Now we have Christine Poles, who will be serving as co-editor with Brandon Scott. And then for continuing education, um, our, we have a new chair. Tom Gray has stepped down. And so we welcome Suzanne Spinola as our new CE chair. 
And then for social media coordination, um, Jessica Price has been our social media guru for several years. And, um, but it's time for her to move on into something um, new and exciting for her. And so she has just recently stepped down. And so Sharon Malinowski, who's been a social media representative for the VA section and diversity committee, she's now going to be our division-wide social media coordinator. And then we have a brief, um, I guess, um, role trend, not really a transition, but coverage. Uh, Kathy McNamara is covering for Jeremy Mills and the fellowship committee for the next few months. And uh, one last thing, speaking of roles, um, and this may be a good segue to this one next little topic, um, but a couple of months ago I reached out on the um, to division members asking if somebody would serve as our division's liaison to the APA Ethics Code Task Force. It's been in progress um, for some time now, um, but we really haven't had a representative or liaison attending the meetings. Um, and so Rita Wood um, volunteered and she attended the meeting last month and she sent out a summary of what was discussed I think uh, she sent this out last week on June 15th, if I remember right, on the listserv. Um, so if you're interested in what the Ethics Code Task Force is working on, you know, check out that email. Um, and if you want, if you have questions or you want to give input, you can share that or contact Rita Wood um, to do so. I think those are all the officer and leadership updates so far. Well, thank you for sharing that and congratulations to all of the newly elected officers and and we also really appreciate folks for stepping up and serving the division so thank you again absolutely so now that we've heard about the the, the changes in the roles the transitions and and elections we'd like to hear what's going on with our journal psychological services okay so I have some exciting news here too. Um, just um, many of you know that Pat uh, DeLeon has been our editor-in-chief for, for several years and just every year is just gets keeps getting better and better. Uh, we just learned that last year our royalty payment for 2021 um, was over $135,000 um, and that's our the highest yet. Um, so just want to congratulate our journal's editorial team, including um, editor-in-chief um, Pat DeLeon. And as you all know, Dr. Lisa Kearney um, just started earlier this year as our incoming editor-in-chief. Um, and I know she's um, planning to share some updates on the editorial team that she's building and, and plans for the journal. Um, I think she'll be sharing those in the near future. So stay, stay tuned for that. Um, but I have every expectation that the, the journal will continue to be successful uh, and continue to grow in success. Um, and also speaking of the journal, if you haven't already done so, consider checking out the special issue um, that just recently came out on developing resilience in response to stress and trauma. This was an interdivisional collaboration um, spearheaded by um, Jack Sy, past president a couple of presidents ago. Um, and this was part of an interdivisional grant um, that, that he led. 
Um, and this is in collaboration with Divisions 38, Society for Health Psychology, and Division 56, Trauma Psychology. And, um, and Tanisha, I'll, I'll send you links to some of these things I'm going to be referencing today to include in the episode notes. Um, so um, I'll send you also the link um, for the free to read introduction to this special uh, journal issue and articles in the show notes. Thank you. And that's all of that's great. I'm really excited to hear about what's happening with the journal. We have a wonderful journal. Psychological Services has some great articles that are that are well cited, heavily cited, and and provide scientific support to a lot of the things that we're doing as public service psychologists in the field. So it's exciting to hear that it's continuing to grow. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and just want to plug it too, just to let folks know, this is our division's journal. And I know um, many of you who do write, you know, author manuscripts and publish do submit your manuscripts um, to our journal. And so want to encourage you know, if you haven't done so, or um, to please do so. Um, I think our journal special, it really does, you know, highlight programs, programs that are in development. Um, there's some rigorous research studies in there too, policy, you know, um, and, um, and really some really unique special issues that have come out. I know over the past several years that I've I've been really attending more to the journal that I think are really relevant to those of us in public service, you know, special issues on advocacy, for example, um, in addition to the one I just mentioned. So anyway, just a plug. I'm not doing a great service of marketing it, but um, it's, it's a, you know, a great benefit to our members too, having that journal as part of your membership. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it's really important to support it by submitting your manuscripts. And, and you you just reminded me just how how much how vast and how broad that publication is mm -hmm. because you can submit policy and you can submit mm -hmm. you can submit original research studies that are quantitative, but you can also um, submit some programs that are in development that end up being more qualitative in nature. Yeah. So in addition to that, you've got updates to tell us about your, your presidential goals and where you are so far. Give us some background on what's happening there. Okay. So as I've mentioned, I think before in a previous uh, podcast, um, one of my, I guess, major goals is, and I'm sorry, you guys are going to hear some, I forgot to mention this at the outset. I have a newborn, she's five weeks old. And so the weird noises that you're hearing are not coming from me, I promise it's coming from her. Um, and I thought she would be asleep, but she's not asleep yet. Um, but anyway, one, um, my major goal as president is really to help raise the visibility of public service psychology. Um, and in do, so doing that APA would reach out to us more um, for our expertise. Um, and also that we would be able to advocate more for, you know, our, on our unique interests. So sorry, I'm kind of a little distracted here. Let me help soothe her. Um, but I just wanted to talk about some recent developments uh, 
um, just recently that kind of also hit on these, these goals. Um, for one, the board um, for the advancement of psychology and public interest, they had recently requested our input on the council's new business item titled Police Use of Excess of Force Against People of Color and Other marginalized communities in the United States. And so we had our chair of the police and public safety section, Dr. Michelle Hoy Watkins, and a colleague, um, Kendall Coker, who responded to that, um, giving their inputs. Um, so it was really awesome that, you know, the board reached out to us for our expertise. Also sharing some expertise on um, major concern um, is our, we have a couple of division leaders, um, Dr. Jessica Murakami Brendage, um, who's the current chair of community and state hospitals, and Jen Snyder, who's our past president. They were both interviewed by Monitor on Psychology for an article that they pitched to the editors last fall about the criminalization of mental illness with respect to incompetent to stand trial, which is um, sadly a growing problem um, over the years. And while it looks like there's some promising programs and funding to help address the problem. There's still so much to be done, um, but it really, a really interesting article here. So check out the June issue of the monitor if you haven't read it. Um, and we'll also, ma I'll make sure that Tanisha has a link uh, to include in the show notes so you can access it um, more easily. Um, and another piece about kind of raising our visibility is connecting with APA leaders and program offices. Um, and so you may have seen some of the advocacy emails that um, Erica Lee's been sending out over the listserv. Um, and you can see where our division has been mentioned as collaborating uh, with some of these program offices, like on the student loan um, forgiveness uh, webinar that we, we had earlier this year and also on veterans health issues and policies. Um, so that's been pretty awesome. Um, and then also we've uh, partnered with these leaders to hold a couple of town hall um, events this past spring. So a few weeks after Dr. Vanessa Hintz presented on APA's equity, diversity and inclusion strategy and the resources that are in development, we had uh, Catherine McGuire, who's APA's chief advocacy officer speak with us. Um, about some advocacy efforts that are relevant um, to those of us in public service psychology. And if you weren't able to attend those town halls, you're in luck because those were recorded. And so we'll make sure that there's a link to the, um, our YouTube page um, so you can see those recordings if you, if you wanna check them out. Um, so I think that's, yeah, those are kind of some major, some of the major updates around the, kind of increasing the awareness of public service psychology interest. Yeah, absolutely. And increasing the visibility of, of what we do in public service psychology. Thank you for all the stuff that you've done and your work on, on this in during your presidential year. I know it's not over yet, but it is coming, it's getting closer to nearing its end. Yeah. Yeah, which it feels like it's only just begun, but also it also feels like it's <laughs> been longer than whatever, 10, 10 months maybe. Um, but it's really exciting. And I know there's there's several other things that people are, you know, in our sections and committees are working on to, to further advance our causes. So it's, it's certainly not just me, um, but definitely excited 
that we've, you know, we've raised some, we've highlighted some issues and that APA really is taking us seriously um, and helping us address these. So. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and, and you mentioned, you just talked a lot about uh, collaborations with other divisions and what's happening with raising our visibility within, within APA. Can you tell us more about some of the interdivisional collaborations that, you, that are planned? Yeah, um, so hopefully you all have seen um, some emails go out about participating in a survey. Um, so this is uh, one of the collaborations that we have um, with Divisions 20, Adult Development and Aging, uh, Division 12, Section 2, which is Clinical Geropsychology, and Division 2, Society for the Teaching of Psychology. Um, so this is um, a survey that um, we are collaborating with these other divisions on to help us explore um, kind of the needs or interest of psychologists um, in late career stages. Um, those who are considering retiring or maybe they're transitioning through retirement or they have retired. And so basically the survey um, asks background questions and questions that explore members' perspectives and interests as they relate to their late career needs. And so we're hoping that the information that we um, receive through these surveys will help better inform what sort of programming, what sort of resources APA can offer to members in these late career stages um, to keep them engaged and just better support them. I know the sur I took the survey, even though I'm kind of far further out from um, retirement, um, but it took me, I would say maybe just several minutes, certainly less than 10 minutes. Okay. Um, so I'd be really grateful if our members took some time to, to respond to that survey. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the collaboration or kind of a collaboration that's, and that was also um, an interdivisional grant grant um, that we got funded from APA. Um, and something else that just recently transpired as of like this past week, basically, um, but we were, our division was asked to endorse a statement um, from Division 48, which is the Society for the Study of Peace, Conflict, and Violence. And so the statement calls upon APA to one, apologize to the victims of U.S. war on terror prisoner abuses, and two, make recurring financial contributions to organizations that provide support for torture survivors and their families. And so the Division 18 Executive Committee, you know, thoughtfully considered this um, endorsing and voted to approve endorsing the statement. And so we'll also put a link um, to the statement. It was also sent out over the um, PubServe listserv too, uh, but we'll put this in the show notes as well. Okay. So lots of collaborations with other divisions and, mm -hmm. and, and really what the, the wonderful part about being one of the divisions of APA is that we can, we can see where the things that we, really our values and our beliefs and where we can find common ground and make our voices stronger. And so Absolutely. that's, it, yes. Yeah. These, so these are great, these are great things that, we, that we've had to, that have, have, have happened together 
um, with some of these other divisions. Um, so lastly, I know that you wanted to tell us a little bit about what's happening with convention. August is coming up, APA convention is coming up. So tell us what you have, what's gonna happen. I know it'll be here before you know it. And still, I feel like I'm not fully prepared. Um, and so I, first off, I just want to thank our program co-chairs, Melissa Ripper and Kate Morris. I know that they've been working incredibly hard through so much uncertainty um, in trying to put together a fabulous program for us. Um, and so I know right now they're, they're trying to uh, work out the hospitality suite schedule, some of the section, you know, activities, social hours and, and meetings, things like that. So hopefully we'll have a finalized program out for everybody to review um, soon. Um, but one of the things that we're, we're trying to sort out is how um, to offer hybrid activities like division level activities, like the kind of activities we would normally have in our hospitality suite, for instance, um, because the APA will be hybrid. Um, of course, we will have, you know, the in-person, you know, hospitality suite and other kind of division activities like the social hour. Um, but how do we also engage, you know, people who might be attending virtually? Um, and, and so for me, I want you know, to kind of live that value that we have of that inclusivity, um, but also make sure that people are having a good experience. So yeah. anyway, um, and as I mentioned a little while ago, my, my little guest here, um, because of my newborn, I'm chosen, I've chosen to attend convention virtually. Um, I think it's in the, my family's best interest uh, to do so. And I know many others are, you know, for various reasons or planning to attend um, virtually too. So anyway, if I'm open to any ideas, if people have ideas on how we can have a good, you know, quality hybrid experience, uh, please reach out to me. Um, but anyway, so I know that there's still probably some questions out there. It's like, what are we doing? What time are some of our social hour events and things like that? That'll, that's to come. Um, but we're also trying to sort out some of these other, you know, details, hybrid activities. So I wish I had more clarity on that, um, but just wanted to mention this uh, so people know that we're thinking about it um, as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, convention, this, the, 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 over the three years that we've been having convention during the pandemic, this will be our third during the mm -hmm. pandemic. It's been it's been challenging, and most importantly, it's been challenging for people in in the position of organizing. Yeah. So we can appreciate that it's very challenging to figure out. At the beginning, it was challenging to figure out how to do all this stuff virtually that we've only done in person. And then last year we had the, we had some hybrid formats. And then this year it's going to go, it's again in the hybrid format. And some of the things that we had happened last year didn't work out. And some of the things that, so we want to, want to just have a successful convention until such time that we can all be together again yeah. safely. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing the updates that you have. Is there anything else that you would like to share with us? I don't think so. I'm sure 
sure I'll think of something as soon as we finish <laughs> speaking. But I, I tried to collect all my thoughts um, earlier today. So I, I would make sure I could report on the current um, updates. Um, one thing I forgot to mention with the section officer updates, you know, again, please vote. The ballots closed July 1st. Um, and so hopefully I think that following week around July, you know, after July 4th, uh, we'll be announcing the officers for the sections. I think that was the only thing I, I forgot to mention when I was speaking about that. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here today on Public Service Psychology Now. And tune in next time when we have more to discuss with what's happening in Division 18 and also what's happening around the world in public service psychology. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Take care, everyone.